it's such a pet peeve I have when I see someone saying, you, yeah, you need to create a moody photo. Oh, no worries. You just need to underexpose your photos. Wrong. Um, buzzer. So I'm sure you have seen a million times this advice getting thrown around on social media, people sharing it. And whenever people talk about moody photos or how to create that kind of a deep, dark look, they'll say underexpose your photos. Now, it's not as straightforward and easy. This is your host, Dyutama, but you can call me DJ. <laughs> and I love to inspire food photographers to dream. I spent 15 years as an architect studying buildings and constructing hospitals before taking the biggest leap of faith of my life, which was setting up a food styling and food photography business right from scratch. If you're a dreamer like me, wanting to start a new photography business, or grow your existing food photography business, jump right into a world where I share practical, actionable strategies to improve your photography skills, to work with clients, make more money, all with a fearless mindset. This is the My Food Lens Podcast, and we take you one step closer to your dreams. So let's go. Welcome to another episode of the My Food Lens podcast. And I swear to God, you will love today's episode because today we are talking about something that is pretty much the backbone of everything we create. It is a favorite topic of discussion between us food photographers and it is also one of our biggest struggles. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about light. All right. So today we are talking about light and we are not just talking about light, light. We are talking about lighting for moody photography and a very common mistake or a misconception that we have about creating light for moody photography. Now, before we get into that, let's just talk about a few other things which will be important to clear before we get into all of that discussion. And that important thing is mood. What is moody photography? So, if you want to pause for a minute, just pause for a minute and think about it. Can you define moody photography? Can you explain to someone else what is moody photography? We need to make sure we are clear what mood means and what moody photography means before we get into the discussion of lighting so that we can really understand what is this mistake or this misconception that we have been, you know, keeping. I'm sure that many of you are able to define moody photography or you can explain it to somebody. But for those who may not be aware, let me explain a little bit. All right. So, you know, food photos can be created in different moods. So when we say mood in photography, it's actually very similar to mood in personal life. <laughs> okay. So let's say like today I'm in a happy mood. Today I'm in an angry mood. Today I'm in a sad mood. Today I'm ecstatic. You know, so we all experience moods and we all experience different moods. And when we experience different moods, we experience different feelings inside us, right? So let's say when we are sad, we feel a bit gloomy, we feel low, we feel pulled down. When we are happy, we feel bright and optimistic and cheery. You see? So 
moods is very connected to feelings and how we express it. I just expressed it in my voice. We express it in our photos. Now, in a photo, what does it look like? Like happy and cheery and optimistic? What do you think that looks like in a photo? Imagine it. Visualize it. Let's do it together. All right, let's do this together. So happy and cheery and optimistic. Think of that in a photo. Translate it visually. Yes? Okay, let me help you. Here's what it looks like for me. All right, so happy, cheery, optimistic. It looks like a bright photo. Lots of light coming in. Very light and easy shadows. A beam of energy. A beam of energy maybe through the color. And something to enhance a feeling of radiance and happiness. That is cheery. That's optimistic. That's bright, right? Okay, were you with me on that? Perfect. Now, let's do the opposite. Let's think of sad mood. How do you visualize that in a picture? Immediately, what's your mind doing? Immediately, your mind has the picture of a dark photo. It's not right. Your colors are not as uplifting. They're a bit muted, maybe monochrome. So you see, any mood that we experience, we can actually express it emotionally in a photo as well. Feelings can be represented or moods can be represented in a photo in many different ways and through many different elements like light and color and, you know, many other ways. So irrespective of that, like how many different ways you can express it, do you know what's the backbone of expressing mood in a photo? Light. Light is key. Light makes the mood. I mean, literally, it's a deal breaker. It's one of the most important aspects of indicating mood or showcasing or storytelling with mood in photography. And I want to say this because we need to understand that mood is not about putting a set of props or putting your latest collection of backdrops or putting a cloth from your grandmother's collection in the photo. That is only a supplement to the mood. But if you really want to create mood, get your lighting right. And with that, let me throw out an idea and let me know if you like this idea. If you're keen to know what are the different elements of photography to create mood, like what aspects do you need to consider to create mood in a photo? Like I just said, you know, some can be color, some can be something else. If you want to know like a whole comprehensive list of how can I really take my mood, you know, the photos in my mood up a notch, if you're really curious about it, tell me. I will probably create an episode around it. So just DM me, just email me, tell me that, DJ, I'd love to know what else I can do to take my mood in my photography up a notch, all right? And we can create an episode around it. So coming back to mood, we are in a bright mood. We are feeling bright, okay? Now let's think about the word moody. So bright was one, but what about when we say moody photography? What does it really mean, right? It, this is a term that gets thrown around like a football in a football field. I hear moody photography all the time. I love moody photography. I do moody photography. It's really my style. Can you define moody photography? <laughs> Can you explain it to someone? What's the difference between bright mood and moody? Can you? Well, after this episode, you totally will be able to do that. So moody photography kind of generalizes the mood. All right. So moody mood. But also when we say moody, it could mean a particular style of lighting. And that particular style induces a particular feeling in us. And that feeling is definitely not light and airy. 
So as I talk about mood, I want you to think of people in your life. For example, I have a ton of people around me and some of them are my friends and they are very moody people. Okay. And when I say they are very moody means up and down, fluctuating, not always pleasant to be around and they're kind of like a bit unpredictable. It feels a bit like there's a bit of a tension, you can say sometimes, because they are moody people. You can't just say that, oh, this person is so happy and optimistic, but this person is kind of moody. That means there's a sense of a darkness. I'm being a bit more dramatic here by calling it darkness. My friends are not dark for sure. But, <laughs> you know, moody photography, if you want to visualize what does moody photography look like if it was a person or in a person, then that's what it would be. It's not bright. It's not uplifting and upbeat. Okay. Now, moody photography can have a lot of different variations, but the one similarity between all sorts of moody photos is that they are not light and airy. They are not bright and airy. Okay. When we talk about moody photography in a general sense, moody photos are a bit heavy. The shadows are a bit darker and they feel a bit mystical. Okay. If you have any trouble, again, think of a person who is not in a good mood. They are not angry. They are not in an extremely bad mood, but they are not in a good mood. So it's somewhere in between happy and angry, somewhere in between happy and sad. Imagine that middle ground. That is what moody photography is. So it's not that extreme. Remember that. It's not that extreme. But at the same time, it has a really high sense of expression of a, maybe a bit of somberness, a bit of mystical feeling and a bit of heaviness. Okay. With that, you kind of get a sense of what a moody photo looks like. A moody photo may or may not be too dark. Okay. But they might have heavy shadows. So stay with me, stay with me. We will go through this and you will understand that moody lies somewhere in the middle. <laughs> with that information, I think you are ready to rock and roll with lighting about moody photography. Now that you understand what we are really talking about, what we really mean by moody photography, you will understand this aspect of lighting that I'm going to share now. So this aspect of lighting has to do with the brightness, with the shadows, with the highlights. Now, that is what creates mood in a photo because these are pretty much the elements of light, right? The white brights, the highlights, the darks, the shadows. These are the four key elements of light in a photo. Now, one of the most common advice, one of the most common things I have seen some photographers giving other photographers piece of advice about creating moody photography, which totally blows my mind because I think it's incorrect and also somewhat misleading. That one advice that I've heard photographers giving other photographers, oh, you want to create moody photos? To create moody photos, underexpose your photos. Ta-da! Not true. Not the complete picture. Not quite right. It just, it's such a pet peeve I have when I see someone saying, you, yeah, you need to create a moody photo. Oh, no worries. You just need to underexpose your photos. Wrong. Um, buzzer. So I'm sure you have seen a million times this advice getting thrown around on social media, people sharing it. And Whenever people talk about moody photos or how to create that kind of a deep, dark look, 
they'll say underexpose your photos. Now, it's not as straightforward and easy. You cannot just go walk in and say, yeah, today I'm just going to underexpose my photo and that becomes a moody photo. No. So let's get into the details of it. But also, just before that, let's clarify in general that it is better to have your photos slightly underexposed when you shoot so that you don't lose detail and you also have more flexibility during editing. So overexposing is obviously a no-no unless that's your artistic style and, you know, it's what you want to create an overexposed photo. That's a different discussion. But if you're creating a balanced, moody photo, whether it's a bright photo or it's a dark photo, slightly underexposing it will actually allow a lot of room for you to be able to edit it creatively without going technically wrong about the light. You're not blowing out your whites. You're not hiding your black. So you're technically still editing correctly and you still have a lot of creative freedom to be able to edit if your photos are slightly underexposed. Now, that's where underexposing comes into play. But to say that moody photos can be only created if you underexpose your photos, now that's not quite the right treatment or the use of light that we want in creating moody photography. What it needs is actually correct exposure. It does need correct exposure or that slight underexposure so that you can edit it or you don't lose detail only for that reason, not to create mood. To create mood, you have to put in the correct exposure and then you have to manipulate the light to create that mood. You can keep the exposure low for editing purposes, but not for creating mood. I'm saying this again and again because I just want to drive this point that underexposing is done, but underexposing is not to create mood, okay? Mood is created by manipulating light and not just bringing down the exposure in your setup. Okay, so to create a moody photo, you actually need to pay extra attention to all the elements of light. So simply underexposing it does nothing. If you think that that's how it's going to create a moody photo, I'm sorry, but no, it's not correct. So what matters? What is it that really matters in a moody photo? What is the lighting aspect that matters? So what matters is how bright are your brights? What I mean is how bright are your whites? How deep and dark are your shadows? Right? These are the two big aspects of light that we are looking at. So when we are creating a moody photo, kind of somberness, a bit of darkness, what do you think we need to pay a bit more attention to? Shadows, right? So you want to create the light. I'm doing air quotes right now. Create. That means you need to build that light so that the shadows are pronounced because shadows is where the magic lies, right? Remember when I was discussing about the bright, optimistic and cheery photo? I said that it is light and easy shadows. But now we are talking about somewhere in the middle, which is the moody photo. So what do we need? We need a bit more shadows, a bit more of that somberness to come through. All right. So that's why we need to pay extra attention to shadows and underexposing a photo doesn't mean pronounced shadows. Are you with me on this or are you with me on this? Right. Now, the other thing about underexposing is that, you know, a bright and airy scene can also be underexposed. Right. Right. The light bulb go on. Was this an aha moment? Right. You can underexpose 
any kind of mood. You can underexpose any kind of a photo. Does that make it moody? Not really. You have to manipulate all the other aspects of life to be able to extract that moodiness in that photo. We need to make sure that we are getting the right amount of shadows and we're getting the right amount of highlights that can bring out that feeling of moodiness. Underexposing a photo just simply means that you are bringing down the overall light in your photo. Now, overall light, fine, but that's not the intent. That's not the mood. Mood is created by bringing less light, but intentionally and in specific spots where we want less brights, right? You see the difference? The overall lighting is what exposure is, but that is not what is creating the mood. The mood is created by the details of the light that are inside your photo, and it is not the overall exposure. It's the shadows, it's the highlights, it's the contrast between them, and so forth. So to create an overall light for your moody setup, what can you consider or what should you consider? You can use factors like height of light, distance from light, source of light, size of the light source. And then you can simply use white and black boards to create the amount of intensity that you want in your brights and your shadows. So you know Whites reflect light and the blacks, they absorb light. So deeper, darker shadows, we want to use black. And for opening up our shadows and bringing in a bit more light, we use the white board. So that is the manipulation. Also, the direction. Is your light source small or big? That makes a difference in the quality of light. Is your light high or low or on the same level of your setup? That makes a difference. Whether your light is coming from the back or from the side or from the side back, that makes a difference. So you see, underexposing a photo is not the right approach to say that that's what's going to create a moody photo. You need to underexpose your photo to create a moody photo. I would wholeheartedly disagree with this. You have to get intimate with your light and you have to go in and you have to create it and you have to extract that moodiness. Now, even if you're underexposing your photo, you still have to do this, boss. You still have to manipulate it. And underexposed photo will not give you the intentional shadows. It will not give you the intentional areas of highlights. It will not give you the details of the light or create the details of the light that you want. And that's why you will still have to make sure that your brights and your shadows are accurately created in that underexposed photo. Okay? So are you with me, please? Are you with me? Underexposing is just bringing down the general exposure of your photo, but you still have to work on the key sections of the light that are creating the mood for you. And once you create that moody light, and once you take that photo, you bring it into your editing application. Now that is your playground, all right? All that underexposing that you did, this is your chance, boss. This is your chance to get absolute creative and take advantage of all that underexposing that you did previously and all that accurate creation of the other components of light will make sure that your photo is technically sound and wherever you edit and however you edit it, it actually enhances the light so that whatever mood that you were going to create, it becomes more powerful and your 
viewer is immediately transported into it. All right, so what's the conclusion here? The conclusion is that the key to creating mood in a photo is creating the right light for that mood and not just underexposing a photo. Underexposing is not that technique. Underexposing is for other purposes and irrespective of that, you will still need to build, create, manipulate the light to be able to come up with a successful moody photo. An underexposed photo is not a moody photo in the technical sense. A bright and airy photo can also be underexposed. Just always, always remember that so that you understand when to underexpose and when to really work on your lighting components. So I hope that this gave you a little bit more insight about lighting for moody photos and what moody photos really mean and how you can actually use people as an example to be able to inspire yourself to create mood in a photo. Next time you create a moody photo, create it with a solid understanding of light. All right. And next time you see someone giving you advice that underexpose your photos to create a moody photo, you know what to do, right? You know what to do? Yes. What you need to do is remember that there is so much more that goes on to creating moody photography. It's not about underexposing your photos. Okay. If you found this episode helpful, head straight to the platform you're listening on and please rate, review and subscribe to our podcast. If you're on Spotify, please hit the stars and rate it. If you're on Apple, please hit the stars also and rate it. And you'll probably have to be on your desktop. And if you could just write us one or two lines of review, that will be so, so, so helpful. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in today. If you have a question about moody photography or lighting or underexposing, or you're kind of guilty about underexposing your photos to create mood, worry not. I'm here to listen to you. Send me an email on hello at myfoodlens.com or come DM me on Instagram at dutama underscore myfoodlens. I'll see you next week with another episode. Until then, bye-bye.